If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, welcome. Your Circle of Influence is back again. I feel like we need, I feel like we need a, well, you can't see it because it's an audio podcast, but I'm dancing in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> Because maybe excited. you can dance in your voice too, and they'll see it. They'll be like, "And we're back and for we're another back. episode." Yeah, I'm your something like that. Dr. Monica Ogando, <laughs> flanked by the inimitable Amy Walker. <laughs> we are delighted that you are here, and we are continuing this this process of of kind of like stepping into you know this new energy, this new year, and so forth. So I wanted to share with you. One of my biggest uh, practices or, or ceremonies that I use to release the old and welcome the new. Now, full disclaimer, I do have to admit and reveal that all the New Year stuff that people do usually in January, I've already done it in the winter, in the fall equinox. Right. So for me, my new year begins in September. And by the time that I get to January, that's the dead of winter. It is a time to be still. It is a time of clearing. It is a time of, um, yeah, releasing, right? And kind of like how in the wintertime, well, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, the leaves are gone from the trees and everything just kind of like looks still and cold and barren. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the energy that I'm in in this season. I'm not starting anything. But the things that I have already started back in September, now we're just kind of cooking <laughs> underground, mm. right? So I want to share with you this practice that I have used for years to support me in bringing in the new and, and honoring the energy of, um, of birthing. Now, when a woman uh, gets pregnant, there's- I'm familiar with this process. I've yes, done it a few this times. Is, this is, this is Amy's, <laughs> Amy's department. There's a time life. between her knowing that she's pregnant and the world knowing that she's pregnant. Yeah. Right. And I mean, some of, some of that time is like, sometimes you don't even know. Sometimes you just feel weird and you're like, what? Are you? And then that prompts you to take an exam and you're like, Oh, this is what's happening. Um, when I got pregnant for the first time, it was that I literally couldn't stop crying for half a day. And I aww. very rarely cry. Yes. And uh, I was like, uh, Stephen goes, are you sure you're okay? <laughs> you should take a pregnancy test. Cause like we could not figure out why I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> oh, see hormones just running amok. So, yeah. so this time of um, cooking as I'm, I call it cooking because it's kind of like you're, it's, you're, you're done prepping, mm -hmm. but it's not done. It's not ready for public consumption yet. Yeah that in between time. And so 
part of part of making it ready just like somebody who is getting ready to have a child there's like you start taking your folic acid you start preparing yourself you start having more sex you start looking at your reproductive calendars like i'm ovulating let's go let's do this now <laughs> yeah so in the same way uh i want you to use this ritual called the burning bowl so have you heard of the burning bowl ceremony I mean, you know what I'm talking about? You have told me about this before, um, but I, it was more like in one of those things where you kind of say it in passing. Yeah. And then I I need more details. Okay. Okay. So I learned this 20 plus years ago um, in a church that I was attending at the time. And what we, ha- I'm going to give you instructions. Okay. I want this to be kind of like an application ex- activity exercise. Yeah. So you grab a piece of paper and a pen. And I want you to write down on this piece of paper, everything that you are releasing. Just like um, in another episode, we talked about you burying, you know, burying your uh, earlier in this. Let me do that again. Just like how you said earlier in the episode about burying living beneath your potential, right? So you're releasing those things and it might be things circumstances events mm-hmm. experiences feelings emotions consciousness etc cetera, etc cetera, right so it's not it's not limited to a particular um thing so some examples of the things that i've released in the past i released um lack consciousness i have released my need for control i have mm-hmm. really i know amy's like what have you ever had that <laughs> I've never known you with it. So <laughs> you, you really uh, I, released that. I released it right now. Yeah. Um, I have released jealousy. I have released um, pettiness. So there's a lot of stuff that I, um, these are character flaws that I saw in myself. And I was like, that's not the kind of person that I want to be. I don't even want to go there when I'm triggered. Like, I don't want it to be an option. It's not on the table, right? Mm-hmm. And so you you might want to do some of those things about your own character. It might be about your dark emotions. It might be about circumstances, like the lack conversation, right? Those like, there's never going to be a day for the rest of my life where I am going to feel broke. Mm-hmm. Now, there may be no money in the account, right? Because sometimes things happen, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not going to feel broke. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm releasing, right? So... So I want you to take some time out for yourself. Drop, you know, if you want to make yourself some coffee, make yourself some tea, put water in a fancy glass. Sometimes people laugh at me because when they see me on the Zoom video conferences that we've done <laughs> during the pandemic and, and thereafter, they're like, why is she drinking water of a wine glass, Lord? <laughs> why is she doing that? It's because it's fancy for me. So you want to kind of like set up sacred space for yourself. Light a candle, take some time out, set some time for yourself, et cetera. Take those, that piece of paper, take that notebook, take that journal and write down the things that you're releasing. Now that it could be loose leaf paper. Or maybe you have to rip it from your, from your notebook. If you do that, have that be part of the ritual. The, the noise that comes from, the sound that comes from ripping that paper is part of your release ceremony. Yeah? Now, what I have done in the past and what I recommend that you do is that that piece of paper, when, you, when you've done writing, whether you're writing for five minutes, you're writing for 10 minutes or half an hour, however long you think you need. Once you feel complete, take that piece of paper and you start folding it away from you. Fold it away from you because these are the things that you are releasing, that you're giving up, Mm -hmm. that you're giving away, right? Now, that paper, put it in your fireplace 
or a fire safe container. I don't want to hear nothing about Monica told me and then your house burned down. I don't have insurance for you. Or that you started a wildfire in the state of California. Let's exactly. not. Let's not. Let's just not. <laughs> Let's just not. It's too much. Hot. Hell is too hot for such a small infraction. So you want to set this thing on fire. Why fire as opposed to water, as opposed to burying it, as opposed to anything else? Not that there's anything wrong with those um, things, right? But when you put something on fire, you are releasing its essence to the ethers kind of like how in the bible it says you know releasing it to the nothingness whence it came Mm -hmm. and so you can't get it back you would have to recreate it if you were to have that back and i don't want to recreate any of the stuff that i'm releasing right Mm -hmm. so i set it afire when you have set these things afire and you've released it release it with gratitude Because I guarantee you, I am willing to, if I were a betting woman, I am willing to bet some of the things that you have been releasing at some point were coping or survival strategies for you. Yeah. They were protection. Yeah. And they might've been protection for your ancestors Mm -hmm. and you just picked them up when you no longer need that form Mm -hmm. of protection. Yeah. Yeah. It no longer applies. So, so I want you to release them with gratitude because they have served their purpose. They were here for a season. They have served their purpose. And now you release them with gratitude because their services are no longer needed. So it's not like push be gone (laughs) with disdain Mm -hmm. and terror. More like, thank you. And this is where we part ways. Once you do that, carry on that level of gratitude for what now comes into your life. Because this is the second part of the ritual. It's not enough to just release it. Now you've created a vacuum in your life. Where that lack used to be, what do you want to be in its place? Where that pettiness used to be, what do you want to be in its place? This is how I came up with the, with the framework of grace talks, because I was like, I want to be a woman of grace. And then mm-hmm. it just went down, you know, I went down that rabbit hole. So I want you to take another piece of paper. And I want you to write to yourself as though you are the 12 months from now version of yourself. So in this case, if you're listening to this in January 2023, I want you to write it as though you are the December 2023 version of yourself. What is she celebrating? What is she proud of? What is she thankful for? What does she know that you, the January version, doesn't yet know because they haven't lived through it? And I want you to write it down as though it has already been accomplished. Like it's a fait complete as a done deal. For example, I am so thankful that this year I got to take my husband to Egypt. He's never been to Egypt with me, but this year we got to do it. And we paid for it, no problem. We, we had the time off, no problem. And I was able to show him temples. I loved seeing the wonder and awe in his face. I could tell when he was processing things. I'm so happy that I was able to facilitate that transformational journey for him, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So you're talking about it like it's already happened. Mm-hmm. You write it down in that piece of paper, and that's the one that you keep with you at all times. You can either put it in an altar in a sacred space in your home, or you can put it in your journal, in your wallet, et cetera. I want you to look at it from time to time. Now, one of the things that I've done with previous like coaching clients and so forth is when they've written those letters to themselves, they send them to me. And then I send it to them around June, kind of like a halfway mid-year check-in uh-huh. point. And it's surprising, Amy, because sometimes some of that stuff is like, I've already crossed this off. 
Mm-hmm. Like I've, I haven't looked at the letter and it's already been done. Right. So and then the mid-year thing is just kind of like a reminder of you're on the right track or you you are a manifesting machine, as it were, because you didn't even have to look at it and you were already making it happen. Yeah. Um, you're welcome to do that. You guys know my Instagram at monicaoganda.com. DM me and let me know and I'll, and I'll give you instructions on how to submit that so we can we can be a support to you. Um, but if you want this to be a private practice for yourself, then keep it with you. Put it in your wallet. Put it somewhere where you can see it. Sleep under, with it under the pillow. I would put it inside of the pillow itself, right? Um, and you'll be surprised. You'd be surprised that some of the things that you think will take you a year to manifest doesn't take that long because manifestation, when you're really intentional, you shorten the timeline and, yeah. you, and you become a master at creating things and then time becomes just a construct and not something mm-hmm. that you have to navigate. Okay. I want to add something to this because Mm -hmm. this is a lesson that I learned from a mentor that I was working with. Mm -hmm. When I find those things that I want to release, Mm -hmm. there's a question that I ask. So if it's like, okay, I've been holding on to uh, overwhelm or Mm -hmm. I've been holding on to fear or, you know, anger or any of those things, the question that I ask is, what is your true job? What's your true job? Mm -hmm. And so like, for example, overwhelm for me was uh, when I asked that question, it was, I'm the warning signal that you're uh, moving forward on the wrong path. Mm -hmm. And so then when I replace it, I can replace it really intentionally with, I want to like have early recognition that I'm on the right path instead of moving down the wrong path and being like, danger, danger, <laughs> this <Right>. sucks. <laughs> so that has been, that has been a really helpful addition to that process. I, I haven't been as methodical in this as you, and it's not like an annual practice. It's more an ongoing regular practice where I do yeah. write and burn a lot and release mm-hmm. and burn a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that process of taking a minute and saying, what's, what is your true job? Um, that. There's like a, there's a way that it's shown up that is no longer serving you, but there's also a true job below it that when you embrace that, you can shift really, really fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really like that. So let us know, you know, tell us in the comments, what you, if you've heard about the burning bowl before, if you've done it before, some churches has practiced this, some coaches practice this um, and let us know if you actually did it. And if you want our support in, in having you, you know, manifesting this in your, in your life this year, I would love to be on your team of letter. I know Amy would too. So you can reach us. Amy is at Amy Walker coach on Instagram. I'm at Monica Ogando. You know how to spell my name and also leave us a comment review below and let us know how we're doing with the podcast, what other topics you would like for us to, to do for you. And I'm so excited that you're part of our audience and part of our community. I don't take it for granted that you take your time out to listen to us and earn our guests. So we can we go together, honey. We just we just part of the family. (laughs) Thank you all for being here. (laughs) Talk to you soon.